Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode on Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. I'm Kasia Berg, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. All right, let's get into this. Hello, hello, beautiful light beam. Welcome back to Soul Led Spirit Driven. Another week, another episode. I am so delighted that you have chosen to spend the next half hour or so here with me. And today I wanted to answer some of um, the questions that I get asked around afterlife. Um, I've also asked on my social media uh, for some questions because there's certain things that keep coming up all the time and certain questions and I thought, hmm, you guys out there must be a curious bunch about the afterlife. And uh, as I work with, um, you know, people have crossed over, spirits, guides, uh, in my readings, it pops up with the afterlife careers. I thought perhaps I can add some value here and answer it. So in case if you were wondering about the afterlife, what our loved ones are doing on the other side, what happens to people like criminals and people who've committed suicide, then stick around we will be talking about that i'll be answering those questions but on a different note before we dive into this i am currently sitting in my car it's pretty much what eight in the morning um i've just had a really really nice walk and i can hear the rubbish truck coming so i hope he has passed my street and he's not going to be collecting rubbish right as i decided to record this because it could get a little bit noisy <laughs> oh the the reality of the fancy life of recording it's actually funny i had this um i told a friend of mine this uh, really funny story um my best friend who got married recently the night before i stayed with her and a plan was to have a nice platter have maybe a glass of bubblies we're not really big drinkers and um watch the sequel to sex in the city which i think is called just like that anyways there is a scene there where carrie has to finish up you know the lunch with the girls because she is recording a podcast and so she runs into the studio looking all fabulous as always and it's like a radio station they're recording this podcast and my friend who has no idea what a podcast is bless her turned to me and goes oh so this is what you do when you say you have to record your podcast wow <laughs> and I had to laugh I'm like oh no 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 not quite as glamorous as Carrie's podcast uh there's no heels there's no cocktails there's no microphone or a fancy studio it is just me sitting usually in some sleggy uh, clothes um in my car hoping there's no rain there's no helicopter flying above my car 
and there's no rubbish truck going down the street so that is my glamorous podcast recording experience but it was pretty funny and I thought oh gosh I wish it was as fancy but nonetheless it is fun and I like my cozy little space I feel like spirit is with me and as long as we bring through information that can help you then who cares how the podcast is born right but I thought it was pretty funny so today's episode the afterlife what are our loved ones doing in the afterlife so like i said i've i like i always get messages from people asking me or in my sessions people ask me so i've kind of collected these and also i've put a call out on my social media and i've picked uh i think there's five questions here otherwise we'll be here till tomorrow <laughs> i've picked about five questions that uh, keep coming up that I want to answer here for you. So the first question that comes up always, always is what do our loved ones do in the afterlife or do they go to sleep till they're ready to come back or do they just disappear? So this question, hmm, I'm gonna have to tune in a little bit because I I want to answer it so that it makes sense to our human brains because it's a little bit complex. Scientists used, used to believe that consciousness exists because of the brain. So as long as there's brain function, consciousness exists. Um, but once the brain dies, so does consciousness and that is not true um, consciousness exists before the brain and after the brain dies consciousness is your your soul it is what survives it's the for lack of a better word the energy that survives long after the human body has gone so yes, when someone dies, their body, their human body has died. Their heart has stopped, right? Their brain has stopped because these are all, you know, parts of the human appearance, the physical body. But when our loved ones cross over, so the soul crosses over, um, they continue to exist there now if you listen to my episode which i cannot remember now what number it is um about the afterlife careers or if you've had a soul pass session with me you would know that your soul between like when you're not on earth <clears throat> you take part in these jobs and usually it's one or two careers i call them careers they're called you know uh, soul trainings or you know they work in specific realms and so a soul would choose usually one or two and they would keep coming back to there and work and assist and it's part of their healing as well they're learning uh, some though um, go back and they do the things they love doing while they were here or the things that they wanted to do but never had the time or ability to do. So if someone, you know, really loved painting, 
maybe they had the time and they just want to continue paint or they never had the time but really wanted to paint well they can paint over there they can create uh if someone was someone who worked really really hard here they might just want to lie on a hammock by the beach or a body of water so i've seen them in scenarios very much like here on earth um how do i explain this really well have you ever seen the movie what dreams may come with robin williams and oh, what's cuba gooding jr i think is the other one he's the guide so he shows without giving anything away in case you haven't seen it but he shows robin williams around and he shows him how to how his thoughts and emotions create scenarios up there so it's kind of like that if you haven't seen the movie by the way really really highly recommend it it's a beautiful movie what dreams may come is i believe the title anyway so our loved ones get to do that they get to work in the afterlife careers uh, become guides or they can you know have their life review and go back into another lifetime everything that they do up there is healing so their life review is healing it strips them of most of the human ego um working in those afterlife careers advances them as well it helps them again to shed the humanness even more but also they then bring forth into the next lifetime the qualities that they have mastered being these afterlife uh, guides for lack of a better word so whatever they do it is healing and it helps them grow as a soul shed some of the humanness that they don't need and then of course they bring that wisdom into their next lifetimes i've also seen souls who learn in the halls of the akasha so the akashic records in that case appeared as a huge library and in those rooms there they were like classrooms and they were being taught by these masters ascended masters archangels really wonderful so that's what they do when they are not here with us so this leads me to the next question uh because someone actually asked from my from my instagram um so you always talk about uh that we've had multiple lifetimes actually we've had multiple 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 lifetimes <laughs> okay back to the question so you always talk about uh, that we've had multiple lifetimes but what happens with the connection to a loved one when they choose to incarnate into a new life do we lose that connection oh i love this question uh, i actually asked this myself uh last year and basically this is how they've shown it to me it's like when you put perfume on yourself and then you walk into a room and then you leave the room 
And even though you are no longer in that room, the essence of your perfume lingers. So people can still smell it and remember you, right? Especially if you made a good impression on them. Um, so that is how it works with uh, a loved ones. It's like their essence stays behind. Um, don't forget... Only a small part of your soul is here right now in this human body. Like, I mean, I don't have official numbers, but I'm going to go with 10% since about 90% of, of, of all of us is empty space. And, you know, um, only 10% is solid. So I'm going to go with 10%. But a small percent of your soul is currently having this human experience your soul is infinite it is um we can't even comprehend it with human with our human mind so the best way to understand it is when your loved one has crossed over their essence is what we're connecting with that soul then can reincarnate into another lifetime and because it's all one in the end again uh, it's like you know taking a glass of water from the ocean and pouring pouring it back into the ocean it all mingles in so in that new lifetime the soul will carry through the important uh, characteristics and wounds and pains to work on their karmic lessons to learn those life lessons so that it's almost like they they're pre-programmed a little bit but you are connecting with the essence of that human that you have known so their specific uh ways characteristics personalities remain and that's what we can connect with so I hope that this makes sense, but just think of this perfume that you've put on, walked into a room, left the room, and the essence lingers, even though you're no longer in that room. So next question, next question. Is it true that when our loved ones cross over, they all of a sudden are all knowing and know everything everything about their life our life what was what is and what will be hmm okay when i asked my uh spirit team echo so for anything that is this magnitude of uh existential question i always go up higher um because they always seem to know the right answer so your loved ones when they cross over they have a life review right they look into their akashic records they can go through what their life was review it take notes see what worked what didn't where they perhaps want to improve next time so in that respect they know more than what they've known down here when they were in this life um they are also having this bird's eye view of, you know, what is happening for you now in your life. 
Uh, so imagine us down here, we're in the valley. And so we can only see, you know, so far out, right? Like we can't see around the mountain, let's say, right? Behind the trees. We can only see a little bit ahead. Our loved ones, let's say they've climbed onto the tree. So they can see a little bit further out. So they have the ability to perhaps help you, guide you, warn you, tell you, because they can see a little bit further ahead just because of where they are at the moment. Then you have a guides who are sitting on even taller trees. So they can see even further ahead. They have also the map that you left behind that you have drawn out for your life down here so they have that also so they can guide you even better and then we have the akashic masters you know the ascended masters and they are so up high like on the highest mountain they can see everything right and they also have because they're so highly evolved highly intelligent uh, they know what to tell you and what they can't tell you because it will hinder you on your path so having said all this, your loved ones are not all knowing because they can't be. There would be no point in them coming back into another lifetime. Like there would be no point, right? Reincarnating. Uh, the reason souls keep coming back down here into earth school is to learn and evolve and, you know, break through the karmic cycles or learn their life lessons. So if all of a sudden as they cross over would be all knowing then you know what would be the point of coming here however they can access higher dimensional information for you which is from the akashic records on your behalf they can be like the middlemen especially if you choose to work with them so if you decide that you want your grandma, your dad, your sibling that has crossed over to be your guide and assist you, you know, because sometimes that's easier than visualizing guides and working with guides that you have never actually seen. Um, then, of course, you can ask your loved ones and they will be able to connect you with the right information but they themselves are not all knowing yet so i hope this answers that okay let's see what else do we have here okay so this other question is what happens to murderers and rapists and pedophiles is there like hell up there where they go to okay so Hmm. I have asked this um, before and I'm just asking my guides again because I want to make sure that this answer comes from the right place. Okay, hell does not exist, but heaven, the way it is presented often, does not exist either. Everyone will experience the other side in a different way. So there isn't a solid place like hell. Uh, and here they also want me to mention that 
the way we see humans is not the way they are perceived on the other side. So a rapist or murderer or a pedophile, we perceive them as bad people who perhaps deserve you know, certain punishments or hell. But when they cross over, because a soul is never bad, a soul isn't, a soul, a soul is just pure light and love. But for the moment, while they are here, they're playing a role, they're putting on a costume and they're playing a role. And because as humans we have free will and there is a thing called ego, Humans sometimes get carried away, and I'm using this term very loosely. They get carried away, and so the things, the actions that they take while down here aren't always noble, aren't always loving or kind. Now, so something like taking another human's life while it's not um, punishable as you know as it is here on earth, it is not permitted. So it is the the law of cause and effect will take place, which means that this person has more karma to work through. Now I spoke about karma in many episodes and it's not like what we've come to believe that you know it's not it's not really just what goes around comes around karma means an action karma means um you know if you're here to learn a particular lesson and you haven't then it carries through into the next lifetime it's pretty much like groundhog day and you kind of live through these lifetimes always trying to learn this particular karmic lesson it's not a punishment it's just what the soul chooses to do so if the human kills someone it's almost like they're going back many lifetimes reverting back and they haven't made any progress so then obviously they have more work on their hands uh, when this human crosses over what happens is they're often angry, disappointed, ashamed, guilty. Uh, so because of that, they're vibrating very, very low. So they can't naturally progress up higher into the healing realms. So they have to first manage to raise their vibration high enough so they can then go and have their life reviewed and then go into more healing because remember everything on the other side is healing there's no punishment there's no judgment it's just healing through seeing what you've done um accepting acknowledging learning from it and then of course in the things that you do in the afterlife you then strip more and more of your humanness uh, and you remember that you are this pure light and love uh, soul so for a, let's say a criminal because they're vibrating low they can't go up all these benevolent beings are vibrating too high to reach them so they are in what was shown to me a slumber chamber and it's not hell 
it's not scary at all actually it's like this beautiful white room and it's very peaceful it's almost like a baby's nursery and they're surrounded with love and actually keeper of neutrality is the only guy that can reach them because they can manipulate their vibration their energy at will so they can lower it to assist them to give them that initial um i want to say pep talk but it's surrounding with love so that this human that has crossed over playing human just so you know the difference right because the soul is always pure and good that when someone dies and they cross over they haven't shared uh anything except the body there's still a lot of that personality that those characteristics still right which is why they're still vibrating low because they're still feeling guilt or ashamed or they feel remorseful they feel angry you know all these stuff so they have to work through it now if there are no benevolent being assisting them they will not be able to shed it by themselves so they would continue to vibrate low so this keeper of neutrality which is an afterlife career right um this keeper of neutrality can reach them and offer this initial love once when their soul has come to terms and is able to raise their vibration um then they go up they receive their life review and then from then on there's more healing but in a subsequent lifetime they have to make up for it right law of cause and effect so they then have to work a little bit harder and getting themselves back on track so i hope that answers that now last question that i have here is what happens to someone who has committed suicide do they go to another special place or is it hell or are they rejected completely oh god no they're not rejected no soul is left behind so it's really important for us to understand that the way we judge humans, the way we, you know, um, categorize humans, you know, good, bad, um, worthy, unworthy, right, is not the same way that they are being categorized when they are on the other side. It is also very important to understand that no soul is evil. All souls have love and light within them they might just experiencing temporarily a not even experience let's just say they're playing a role of the villain right uh, and it may be one lifetime it may be half a lifetime it could be several lifetimes because time is not linear over there so essentially a soul is not on you know a time limit there's no deadline by which a soul has to master these life lessons or have evolved um a lifetime is a drop in the ocean however for us humans obviously we see it differently now when someone commits suicide what happens is every soul when they plan their road trip down here in earth school they factor in several exit points and then there is of course the exit the ideal exit point when they're down here 
Oh, and I should say the reason this is in place is because the soul already knows that when I'm down here playing this human character, the human has free will, the human has ego, is mostly governed by their ego. So this could go either way. <laughs> so if the human goes left, we might need to use the earlier exit. If they go right, hmm, we can make it all the way to our ideal exit, right? And of course, there's so many different ways in between A and B, left and right. So there's multiple exits. Now, if the human decides to end their life and then cross over, it's not a matter of will they go to a place of hell or will they be left behind or are they still going to be taken up to heaven because remember everyone's experience of what the other side is very individual based on um, how they are vibrating their, their their state of evolution but here is something interesting the soul is in that slumber chamber very much like the criminals which often when there are readers or mediums they pick it up as a limbo a limbo state it's not really limbo there is a lot of love it's a beautiful place like when it was shown to me i felt the love there like i could feel it so imagine like these souls that are there to heal they received this initial first healing so that they can start vibrating higher and then move up move up into the higher realms so when someone crosses over who has committed suicide they are often in shock in disbelief uh, sad disappointed feeling guilty especially because they when they realize you know what they've done and the people they've left behind and so those are all low vibrational frequencies so naturally they can't progress they can't go up with the higher guides into the higher realms receive their life review and start shedding that humanness right and healing so again the keeper of neutrality who is also like the hunter of all these lost souls and i'm using this term very loosely because no soul is ever left behind but while they are vibrating low they are in that place right that place of nothingness almost except it's a beautiful room filled with love and i really really want to emphasize that so this keep of neutrality very much like with the criminals can lower their vibration to assist them in raising their vibration now what's the time limit there there is no time limit there is no deadline and because time is not linear uh, I can't tell you whether they are in that room, in that slumber chamber, a year, a few months, a few weeks, a few days. It's, I would imagine, case by case. And actually my guides are saying now there's no point in us humans even trying to figure out how long they are. Therefore, it is completely um, irrelevant just know that they are surrounded with love and a lot of healing they are not on their own um, the reason 
you may not be able to connect with someone if you've lost someone um you know because they've taken their own life the reason you can't connect with them straight away is because they are vibrating low they're working on raising their vibration and so yes yeah, so it will you know differ sometimes someone crosses over and it takes them in a human way of thinking about time um days sometimes weeks sometimes it could be months right months and months and months um so just know that they are surrounded by love and you will be able to connect with them eventually they just need to raise their vibration so they have the right keepers and then once when they progress they get their life reviewed they may realize that you know what that didn't work next time we'll do better uh, there's no punishment no one judges them they're not any less the only thing that works against a soul is when as a human they have taken someone's life that is the only thing aside from that um, they're still surrounded with love and light and they receive healing it's a wonderful place the afterlife and connecting with your loved ones or your guides and asking them questions will actually hopefully make you realize that you never cease to exist your body might die but you the soul will continue you will continue and i've seen this so many times in my readings when i've done a past life um when i've given someone their past life even though of course they don't remember it there's this inner knowing where they're like oh this is why i am the way i am this is why i still do this the same way or i still have this habit or i still attract the same type of people it just it explains it is a connection right but really all that is is here and now that's all that exists and they really want us to remember this and not fear death not um, be consumed by grief so much so that it stops you from living your life here fully because your loved ones are always there in fact if they were ill here towards their end of their life they are better now they are free they're free from this body that was ill it was just a human body that was ill not them not their spirit so i hope that this episode answered some of perhaps the questions that you maybe had um and of course if there's any questions that you are wondering about um, please reach out to me i would love to answer them for you so just reach out to me and i hope that you find peace in knowing that your loved ones are absolutely fine on the other side
All right. And that is it from me. So have a wonderful week. And I look forward to creepily be in your ears again next week. Bye for now.